Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. Welcome back. And if for your new listeners, this is Mountain Wedding Talk. And I am Patricia, and I'd like to introduce you to Erica over Hi. in Montana. And we have the honor, oh my gosh, of having Robert. our special guest, special guest, special, special. We're so excited to have her from Red Letter um, Event Planning in the Coeur d'Alene area. She is like my ultimate mentor. I have stalked her for years and, and I just love not, her. And she's not just a planner. She is That's a right. master, a senior master event planner with the association. She's our regional director and she's the editor of wedding planner magazine. Did we miss anything? I don't think so. Okay. And just all around amazing, fabulous. Oh, well, thank you. I'm so excited to be here because I've been listening to your podcast and I love it. And now I get to give my two cents, which, Hey, what planner doesn't want to do that? (laughs) I know. And I, and I'm going to go back a little bit because, um, I, I met Robin via, I think it was a social media or she reached out to me for coffee. Mm -hmm. Two years later, we finally met. (laughs) And so I was excited because I opened up my business and, you know, and I was brand new to the area as well. And then Robin came to my life and the rest is history. So we're super excited. That's how I met Erica. And um, we teamed up and we're just excited to be here. And, and the so whole to- and the title of our podcast was her fault. That's all my fault. All yes. her fault. She's the one that I think. Um, I think like in the first episode or something, we explained that, you know, we came up with this idea of the podcast, and we were coming up with a name. And Patricia and I are sitting there like brainstorming, writing all these things down, and Robin just comes over and goes, "Mountain wedding talk," you know, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> works so well because I'm located in Wyoming and I'm Montana. So M W T C it just all, Oh my gosh. It Sometimes was, it just comes together like that. <laughs> that's how brilliant she is. She is. See, you I didn't know it. you were going to come on and just get flowered with all kinds of compliments. <laughs> hey, you? I'll take it after the week. I <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. Yes. All right. So today we're talking about officiants and getting married and licenses and, you know, kind of the important things um, about a wedding. I mean, you know, it's it's the, the party's really fun, but the whole reason that you're there and having a party is because you're kind of getting married. So, yeah. So I know that we all are in different parts of the country, as they say, and we all have these different criteria that we have to uh, comply by. So, Robin, why don't you tell us a little bit about what happens over in Coeur d'Alene? Well, Idaho is one of those states that um, basically if you want to get married in an hour when you come over to Idaho, you can. Um, it's very there aren't a lot of rules. 
Um, you don't have a waiting period to get your license, so you can get it pretty much any time. I like to tell my clients to get it a few months before because if for some reason they forget, we can always get it the day of, but hopefully we don't ever have to do that. So reminding them is really, really important that they can get it any time in Idaho. The other thing in Idaho is that as long as you're an ordained minister, you can marry somebody. And Idaho does not define ordained minister. So there are places that you can go online. Um, the place that I like the best is American Marriage Ministries, um, because not only have they sort of looked at all of the rules across the country, so they understand like the different rules across the country, but they also have sample uh, ceremonies on there and things like that. So if it's like a friend who's doing it for the first time, it gives them some options to start off with if you don't know what you're doing. Um, there definitely is, you know, when you're looking at having a friend do it, please have somebody who likes to speak in public. Um, <laughs> that's really like the biggest criteria. That's just silly. And you would be surprised because I've had people who have chosen people that they love and they talk like this then for those ceremony. And even with a microphone, it is hard to hear them because they're nervous. They don't know what they're doing. Um, you also want somebody who has somewhat of a personality as well, too. You don't want someone just reading like your you know, ceremony off completely. You want somebody who has a little bit of personality, who can talk about the couple, who can talk about the beautiful place they're in, if they're getting married outside, you know, somebody who kind of brings the whole, you know, group together for the ceremony to make it special. And even though most of our clients, and I think you guys would agree to have like 15 to 20 minute ceremonies, they still should be memorable and they still should have feeling with them. So, you know, definitely in my experience anyway, when I have a client say, hey, we're going to have a friend do it, I do ask those questions, you know, do they have a personality? Are they good at riffing? Because sometimes you need to riff if something happens off, you know, kilter in the ceremony. Are they good at speaking in public? It's <laughs> another big one. <laughs> and then the other thing that I think is important um, when you're thinking about it is, you know, you don't have to just go the friend route. There are ministers that work for non-denominational churches that will do your ceremony. So if you're not a specific denomination, like a Catholic or, um, you know, Methodist or something, you can still get a minister who will, you know, kind of bring a little bit more of a, I think, gravitas to the ceremony. And it makes parents and grandparents a little yeah. bit happier too when that happens. So just because a lot of people have gone that route of, hey, I'm just gonna my friend or my uncle do it. You don't have to. You can get a minister who is a true minister to do it. So I think that's just something that some people maybe not think about too much. And they're just like, oh, that's even better. So I think that's just kind of important. I do have a good story that I'll tell a little bit later about how you have to make sure that your officiant, whoever you choose, does know the rules. <laughs> ah, very good. So how much does it cost for a marriage license in Idaho? Idaho is $31 cash. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it is um, basically if you pay by credit card, there is a credit card um, fee attached to it. So I tell everyone bring a check or cash um, and you can get it now Monday through Friday only. They're no longer open on Saturdays. They used to be, but they're not anymore. Um, since COVID, they closed and I just don't think they have the staffing. So they're only open Monday through Friday. You go to the courthouse that is closest to you. So in Idaho, it's a little different. You can get your marriage license anywhere in the state of Idaho, no matter where you're getting married. 
So if you live in uh, Sandpoint, but you're getting married in Coeur d'Alene, you can go to the Bonners County Courthouse and get your marriage license, even though you're getting married in Kootenai County. So Idaho is Idaho, so to speak, um, in that respects. And then after you get your marriage license, you don't sign it in Idaho. You don't sign it. Your witnesses do not have to sign it. The only people who have to sign it is your officiant. Um, so you don't sign anything there. They do give you like a commemorative one oh. that you can do for pictures if you'd yeah. like, but you just take that home. The other the one that gets sent in does not have to be signed by anybody but the officiant. Wow. Yes, and it's I very thought, different. And I thought we were a little lax over here. <laughs> and, and it is different because a lot of like, even like Patricia will, will know, we have a lot of clients that are in Washington who have done Washington weddings, either their sisters or their cousins or whatever. And the rules are so different in Washington. Really? Um, yes, they have to have two witnesses. They have to get it 45 days in advance, their license. Um, so there's a lot of different rules with Washington. So being on a border between Coeur d'Alene and Spokane, as a planner, you have to know like, okay, this is a Washington wedding. This is what we have to do for the license. This is an Idaho wedding. Basically, you don't have to do much for the license. <laughs> so it's just, you kind of have to know the difference between the two. And then the other question that a lot of people ask me, and I actually have never really thought about it till I started doing destination weddings, is do I get my wedding license in the place I'm getting married or in the place that I live? Right. And in Idaho and in most states, I believe, I'm not sure about all 50 states, but I believe most states, you get the license and where you're getting married and then it is registered in that state and then basically the state of california for example if you live there they just if they want to prove you're married you would just give them a copy of your idaho license right yeah i mean and some of the things in um in montana are the same um you can so in montana depending on the county um you can apply for your license online so that's new. That's like Ravalli County. You can't, you have to go in, you have to, you know, do it the old fashioned way. Missoula County, you can just go online and, and um, apply for it. Um, you can't get it before 180 days, but you can get it. Like, I mean, there is no waiting period either. So, you know, if I wanted to go get married again right now, I could just, you know, as long as it's before four o'clock, we're good. Um, it's $53 here. So we're a little more expensive. I don't know why, but, and I heard some places are charging 57. So yeah, I know. Um, but again, we have the same, same rules with, um, uh, who can marry you. And, you know, it doesn't have to be someone who's ordained. It can be as long as you believe that that person has the capacity to marry you and it is deemed legal, then you can do it. So, you know, we do have a lot of uncles, sisters, brothers, aunts who do the marrying. And I agree with you. They should have a little bit of, of, um, oh, personality (laughs) i was gonna say that but you know i didn't want to i didn't want to go down that road um but (laughs) well i mean they are the person who's like center stage at your ceremony more so than the bride and groom i gotta tell you i gotta tell you the story so um because i i do marry people so and i think patricia does too i do in wyoming yeah in wyoming okay so i was (laughs) 
I was performing a ceremony and I forgot to tell everybody to sit down. Oh, gosh. Funny story, too. I got to add that, too. Yeah. So we're going through, we're going through and I look up and I'm like, huh, everybody's still standing. And I'm like, everyone may be seated. <laughs> it's just like, I felt bad because it was like 10 minutes. So, you know. Yeah. And that, you know, and that's okay. And, you know, and, and if I'm not officiating, I will ask as a planner, just ha- ask everybody to sit down. No big deal. Yeah. But you know, it happens. It you does. Know, it does. Know, and I have just spoken to the officiant who's the uncle. And I said, don't forget to have him sit down. He goes, oh yeah, no, no, no problem. He yeah, goes, well, then, do I ask him to stand when the bride comes in? <laughs> I'm just going, yes. So he did that. He got that right. However, um, about five minutes into the sermon that I had to go in, okay, everybody sit down. The other thing with your officiant um, is that after they say, I now pronounce you and they do the kiss, the officiant or whatever, they should get out of the way. Oh, yes. I was, I was telling the uncle, I'm going to throw you in the lake. You need yes. to go. Yes. <laughs> because nobody wants, I mean, they want that picture of just the two of them. Right. You know, they don't want that weird, creepy person in the back looking at them going, oh, look, I just did this. I know. So. Three quarters of them. And, you know, because I belong to an efficient Facebook group. And it's so yeah. funny. All the stories. Yeah, it's a really cool site. Um, I need to. I need to yeah. In Wyoming, it's kind of similar to you, Robin, in, in your area as well. There, uh, But the... The license does expire after one year, um, you know, but it's $30 and um, you what do need to make an appointment. Yes. You- Why is Montana so much more expensive? I know that is weird. It is, weird, is weird. It's, 30, it's been $31 since I, no, it was 28 when I started here. It used ago. to be. And, yeah, 28 and they raised it to 30. You know what? I'm going to blame it on Yellowstone because this is what I do. I blame everything on Yellowstone. (laughs) Everything to go up. It used to be um, between 28 and 31, like a couple years ago. And then it just shot up because everybody decided they wanted that Yellowstone wedding. See, Um, but um, one thing with, with, um, with the licenses you have to, so it depends on the County and I haven't, you know, done weddings in every single county in Montana, but the ones that I have, um, you've had to have the two witnesses and the couple signs and the officiant signs. So that's um, like how it is in Washington. Okay. And then the, yes. the bride can sign either her maiden name or her married name. It Ooh, doesn't matter wow. which one. Oh, so a lot of times what we do is because they don't know whether they're going to change their name or not. And we're just like, well, just sign your maiden name. And then that way, if you don't want to change your name, you're good. But if you do decide to change it, you know, you're covered. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And then the important thing, too, in Idaho, I don't know about you guys, but the officiant is the one that's supposed to send back the the actual license. I have run into some people saying, well, can't you just mail it? And it's like. I'm not saying that no anyone's going to ask a question, but it should come from wherever you're from and your postmark. I'm just saying. Right. So. And we, yeah. And we've, we've had that where, you know, because if the couple takes the license in, they will give them their marriage license right then and there. Oh, no, they don't do that in Idaho. But if uh, I take it in, then it takes the two weeks. Yeah, so, we can't take it in at all. It has to be mailed. Oh, really? 
Yes. Yes. Yeah, I just drop it off. Yeah. Has yeah. emailed by the officiant. Um, and so here's my story about make okay. sure your officiant is doing what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> okay. Um, client a few years ago, brother's going to do the wedding. Great. Has a great personality. He actually is a stand-up comic. Great. Uh-huh. Perfect. Perfect. Right. Send him the information. Here's what he has to do to get ordained online. Just, you know, it's very easy. It's free. If you need it to be free, you can order stuff if you want, but it's free. Great. Perfect. I sent it to him. Great. Day of the wedding. Beautiful ceremony. Lakefront, private home, gorgeous couple, beautiful ceremony. Afterwards, brother comes up to me and says, oh, here's the license. And I was like, great. And he's like, so cool that you just don't even have to get ordained in Idaho. And I was like, excuse me? He's like, yeah, I went on the, I went on some website and it says in Idaho, you don't need to be ordained. And I was like, I think what you were interpreting is you don't need to be part of a church. Right. You didn't get ordained online. No, I didn't need to. At the time, my assistant had become ordained because she did a cousin's wedding or a sister's sister-in-law's wedding. Can't remember which one, but she had been ordained. So she signed the license because this guy never went through the process. So going forward, (laughs) I think all planners should just go online and get ordained. Yeah. (laughs) Just for that reason alone. And that's exactly why I did it because I was like, just in case, because I did have an incident where the officiant didn't show up. Oh, that's another good reason. You know, and it was like, okay, what do we do? And nobody wanted to jump in and say, I'll get up and read in front of 300 people, you know? So, yeah. 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 But it was a sort of like, so now I make sure I get the information of whoever the person is, who's going to be doing this ceremony. And I either text them or email them, whatever their communication they want and just say, you have gotten your ordination. Correct. Yeah. Because I never want to run into that again, because technically she didn't perform the ceremony, but (laughs) she was there. So it's okay. (laughs) Well, and that's, you know, and if, you know, hopefully people have a planner that they can say, Hey, what do I need to do? What are the rules? What are the, you know, right. But in this uh, case, my client thought her brother had done it. Yeah. And he had done his own research. Uh Oh, that's cute. So, yeah, I mean, so for for all of our couples, you know, just ask somebody, ask somebody in the area, Um, even if if you don't have a planner, call the I don't know. It's not the I mean, you can visit the county clerk's office. Yeah. Oh, you can definitely they have a list and then you can just Google. I mean, I'm I'm on the county clerk's list as well. Yeah. Um, You know, because out here in Wyoming, it. It, everyone wants to get married under the Teton. So they have to make an appointment okay. to go purchase a marriage license. Okay. So they don't, so in, in Wyoming, you have to have somebody who's ordained. Yes. Okay. So Montana is the only one that my dog could marry us, you know, oh, there technically, you, you know, perfect. Well, that's, they don't have to do any online stuff if they don't want to. Okay. Yeah. Well, good for Montana. And they're going to charge him more for it because, you know, why not? Why not? All right. Very cool. Um, well, this was this was crazy informative. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, we do. Maybe we to- should bring Robin back for more because she seems you. to keep us on 
like topic. I know. I know. I also like to add to that. Please have your officiant if they're a friend or family member. And I'm so sorry. You're hearing the dog in the back. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you are going to have your officiant be a friend or family member, they have to attend the rehearsal. Period. Absolutely. Period. Yes. Do not say, well, they're flying in that morning or that evening or no, they need to be at the rehearsal. That means they have to take a day off. They have to take a day off. They're, they're an officiant. So, um, because when they're not at the rehearsal, it is just so frustrating and very stressful for the planner. If there is one, or if there is no planner at the DJ. So, yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Good. Good call there, Robin. Absolutely. Yeah. No kidding. So good deal. All right. Do we have any last minute, any, any last thoughts on, on the officiating? Um, I just want to know, does Erica or Patricia wear like a vestment situation? It it depends on the couple. Um, If I haven't had anyone request it, but if someone does request it, then I will wear one. If not, um, I usually just, I either wear black or um, sometimes I'll wear the colors of their wedding so that I fit in. But yeah, it just depends. Yeah, out here, they want that true Western feel. So it is more of a kind of an Aztec kind of, I call it, what do they call it? A duster type thing. Oh, duster, yeah. And I'll sometimes wear a cowboy hat or whichever, you know, that they want to incorporate. Or I don't wear, I wear hatless, whichever, depends. Um, I can't imagine you hatless anywhere. I know I'm a hat girl. I mean, you know, I'm going to do a whole episode on that. I mean, I've done, because I don't know if you've seen pictures, but like in the winter, when I've done weddings, I've got my big furry, you know, my furry hat and my black coat with the, with the, you know, I've got the whole getup. I tell you, I know. And I know. And I get helmets now too. I want to, I want to, I want to get a big hat. I love it. Yep. We're going to do that. We're going to do a hat thing. Cause when you see us in person, Oh God. We'll definitely have a hat on. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're going to get Robin involved in the hat thing. I'll tell you. I look awful in hats. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, I do, but I don't. <laughs> I do. I do want to give the floor to Robin a little bit because I'd like her to introduce herself and give a little bit of a background so that she is our star for today. Star. You're on Robin. <laughs> Hi, my name is Robin Bruns. With a, y. With, a y. with a Y. It is with a Y. Um, and I am a wedding planner in the Coeur d'Alene area. Uh, I've been doing this. This will be my 17th wedding season. <laughs> Woo! Wow. Doing that. Um, no, it's been great. Uh, 17 years doing this. Um, and I originally was doing it in the Chicagoland area, um, in the Chicago suburbs mostly. And about Nine and a half years ago, I moved out to the Coeur d'Alene, Idaho area. So I went from suburb, suburban slash urban kind of weddings to outdoor mountain lake type weddings. And it definitely was a, a transition, <laughs> but I love it. And um, I love seeing people who realize the beauty of an area is part of their wedding experience and they want that part of that wedding experience. They don't want to get married in a ballroom. They want to get married with lakes and mountains behind them. And I think that's, you know, amazing. And I don't think you can ask for like a better venue than that. Um, And so I moved out here at the time. um, I was a member of the association of bridal consultants, but I wasn't very involved and it, 
opportunity came to become the state manager for Washington, Idaho, Montana, Alaska, and Oregon as we like to say, ABC Northwest. Um, and so I took on that role and have been trying to grow that throughout the region as much as I can. And if you are a planner and you are listening to this and you want to learn more about ABC, please visit ABC's website. Um, we are definitely an organization that teaches not only education, but also networking and things like that. So it's very, it's very near and dear to my heart, education for planners. Um, and then about three years after that, there came an opportunity to become editor of Wedding Planner Magazine. And my background, actually, I was a journalism minor and I uh, actually worked for a PR firm before I went out and did this whole event planning, wedding planner business. So it kind of was a natural fit for me to like apply for it, not even thinking I'd get it, but I did. So now I'm an editor of Wedding Planner Magazine, which is a trade publication uh, that basically tries to educate and inspire other wedding planners. Um, but we also love to feature real weddings. So if you have a real wedding, you can go to abcweddingplanners.com and you can submit your real wedding um, to be featured. Um, and Basically, I spend my time wrangling my 80-pound dog right now, who is a Bernadoodle, who is 11 months old, but is, you know, very large, and loves spending time outside. Our doc just got put in this morning. Yay, finally. Now the weather has to communicate, you know, cooperate with us because it yeah. has not the greatest season spring out here, but looking forward to a good summer. Um, and Patricia and, and Erica, I am like beyond impressed by what you did because literally you were outside of the room at ABC and said, we're going to start a podcast. And I was like, you go for it. You know, thinking I already have a lot on my plate. So, you know, and you said, okay. And I was like, okay, I'm going to see if they really do that. They did it. And you guys are producing these great episodes. And I actually went on a, a flight not too long ago and I listened to all your episodes on my plane um and my plane ride so i really am proud of you guys and excited that this region is being more like talked about because we are different than getting married in like chicago or new york or even seattle for that matter it's very very different and the people that choose to get married here they're special people and they should know that it isn't just a cookie cutter wedding you're going to get Absolutely. So yeah. how can people reach out to you personally if they want to pick your brain? <laughs> well, you can email me for sure. Um, Robin at redlettereventplanning.com. And it's Robin with a Y. So R-O-B-Y-N at redlettereventplanning.com. If you're interested in the magazine, communicating, sorry, writing an article, submitting your real wedding, anything like that, that's editor at weddingplannermag.com. Um, if you are interested in the magazine, please communicate that way with me, not the other way, because I try to keep all those emails separate somehow. Uh, <laughs> um, if you're interested in ABC, again, Robin at redlettereventplanning.com as well. Um, so I'm I'm always open to talking to people. I love to see growth in this industry. Um, I love to help other planners, especially ones that are maybe just starting out or just moving to the area, things like that. So I'm happy to let you pick my brain. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Robin, for being on our show. We're so excited. And I think that we're going to have her back. Don't you think? I think Erica? so. Yes. So next week, we are going to talk about rentals. How fun. Oh, fun. Um, and um, yeah, we're going we're to see what 
what kind of crazy things. You know what? I think next week we're not going to do rentals. I think we're going to do stories. Okay. I'm game. Because stories are more fun. Okay. And Robin can come next week. And then that way she can, she can be involved in stories. Okay. Okay. So let's do that. All right. Um, Again, you can reach us. uh, WW. I got to stop. Wedding planner. Wedding. (laughs) What what are we? Mountainweddingtalk.com. My goodness. Um, Check us out on Apple Podcasts. Google podcast, Spotify, rss.com, um, mountainweddingtalk.com contact and, you know, ask us questions and, and, uh, pick our brains. Absolutely. And and definitely like us, download us, share your thoughts. That's what we would love to hear. We're just a couple of cookie planners and we're raw and real. All right. We'll see you next week. All right. Ciao, everyone. Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. If you'd like more information, please visit our website at mountainweddingtalk.com. Thanks for listening.